everybody, welcome to the Adventist Hoops podcast. Today I have the head coach of the Washington Adventist University women's team, Jared Lyons. He's also the athletic director at WAU. Jared, welcome to the Adventist Hoops podcast. I appreciate it, Dustin. I appreciate you uh, having me on and, and taking some time. So looking forward to it. Yeah, well, I'm excited to get to know you a little better and for everybody else to get to know you. I have to say right off the right off the bat, I mean, just from appearances, the program that you guys run at WAU is for sure, as far as like communication and marketing, like my thing, it's one of the premier Adventist uh, programs, if not the premier. And so I'm excited to kind of pick your brain a little bit about how you guys run things and the decisions that you've made to uh, put a priority on things in athletics. But I wanted to start with you personally. Who are you? Where are you from? And what has been your story and your journey that has led you to this point to be uh, head coach at uh, WAU and the athletic director? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm from I'm from Maryland. Uh, ironically enough, um, I was actually uh, born at Washington Adventist Hospital, and so our university uh, is right in front of the hospital. So. I'm from uh, the DMV area, grew up in Hyattsville, Maryland, um, was born at Tacoma Park, in Tacoma Park. Um, we, I do consider, uh, it's an area called Frederick, Maryland, my home. It's about, uh, probably about 50 minutes from campus. Um, grew up at, at Venice. Uh, so again, you know, for me being here, it's, it's really a full circle moment. Um, I didn't spend all of my um uh, younger years education in the Adventist school systems, but, you know, grew up in Venice, uh, and, uh, you know, was fortunate to, to have a high school, uh, that was accommodating of, uh, of the faith. Uh, and then also, uh, my alma mater, Eastern Mennonite university, where I played four years at, uh, they were also, uh, accommodating of my faith. So I've been able to, um, yeah, kind of navigate uh, through, uh, you know, through the workforce, uh, not having to uh, compromise my faith. And, you know, that that mm. uh, to me has been has been a tremendous blessing and huge. But um, so that, that can be an inspiration, too, to some uh, kids who, you know, and of course, I mean, I want all of our good Adventist players to go play at Adventist schools, but there's also opportunities to play elsewhere. And there are situations where they are accommodating right yeah 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 it, it, it certainly is you know I, I think you know the faith journey is, is such a personal journey uh and i know that um you know our faith is uh you know that those those that tenet is what makes it di different than you know other denominations and uh you know it, it can be you know, it can be a challenge. And so, uh, you know, uh, but I, I think that, yeah, with just being open and honest, I, I found um, every stop that I've been, I've just been open and honest. And I think people find value in that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, yeah, being open and honest and getting, the you know, and it's also opportunity to share too. So I've been very fortunate and blessed in, in that capacity. And you were just telling me that you came to WAU in 2014. Is that right? Yes. Yep. In what capacity? Uh, so I was hired as the women's basketball coach and the sports information director and compliance coordinator. So that was the full-time position, compliance co coordinator and sports information director. So handled all of the statistics, um, ran the website, um, try to do as much video uh, as I can. I do have a background in in graphics and communication. Um, that was my undergrad and my master's was in higher ed. Um, so I, I did have some uh, some familiarity with, you know, graph Photoshop, things that could enhance the department. Um, and then also, yeah, um, the secondary role was women's basketball coach. Well, of course, I want to get to the coaching and, and your team, but I got to hit on this, this marketing brand. Since I mentioned it earlier, I mean, I, I didn't know that you had that background, but that really makes sense to me now because when I look across all of our schools, um, you know, marketing and social media, I see that you guys do it at a high level. It's very professional. 
I appreciate that, Dustin. Yeah, th this is, I, I think when, when I came in 2014, uh, certainly, you know, I would like to say I added value to the department with some of my skill set, but it's really the last three years we um, we have our, our graphic designer who now is in my role uh, as the SID compliance coordinator, Erica Calhoun. She is she is phenomenal. She does all of our graphics. She does um, our pictures and then she does uh, some of our video via videography as well. And, and she's a professional in her own right. She's one of the best photographer, graphic designers in the DMV area. Um, if not, you know, I'd argue, on, you know, uh, on, on the East Coast, but she really brings a, a professional, uh, like you said, look to to our branding. And um, it's just one of those things where we were connected. I didn't even, I didn't know Erica, but I knew of her work because she worked with one of the top 10 uh, girls basketball program uh, in the nation in Bishop McNamara that's here in the DMV area. And I've always appreciated her work. And when the position came available, you know, I just, um, you know, I encouraged her to apply. I didn't think that we would, you know, have a chance, but you know, things, things worked out and we're, we're, we're uh, super glad to have her. I was wondering if, cause it looked like she also does some consulting or whatever. So I didn't know if she actually was full-time on staff there. That's amazing. Yes, yeah, she is full-time. She's full-time um, on staff, very appreciative uh, and thankful. And then, yeah, she still has her, her, um, her media company on the side. Uh, what what does that add? to your athletic program to have professional branding and marketing? Well, I'll say this, when I'm out recruiting, uh, I've had several uh, division one coaches. Well, first in the, in the DMV area, she's, she's well known because of the work that she's done with, um, you know, Bishop McNamara, who is a, you know, like I said before, a, a top 10 high school for girls basketball. And so, you know, when I'm out, people um, that aren't as familiar, you know, a lot of times they think, oh, you, you know, you must have a, a a big time budget or, you know, it's just we're very fortunate. Yeah, we're very fortunate, but it really helps with our recruiting. Uh, it just it adds a sense of of pride mm -hmm. um, that we want to represent the university the right way. And then also it does put us in a different lane where we're able to engage with some businesses mm -hmm. uh, as far as uh, corporate sponsorships. Um, that's one thing that she added last year. Um, we provided the information and then she put together a, a corporate sponsorship packet that we're able to to go out and engage with businesses. So it's been it's, it's been tremendous having her on board. Um, so, yeah. Uh, how has the corporate sponsorship program been going? Cause I imagine that's something that some of our schools do maybe here and there, but I haven't really seen or heard of that being kind of an established program like that. Well, I will say that, um, and does, I think, you know, I think that at some point down the line, especially, uh, well this year, uh, well, two summers ago, we met as ADs, uh, at Berman university, um, all of the athletic directors uh, came out and it was just a great weekend getting a chance to, um, you know, spend fellowship with other ADs. And, you know, we problem solved and shared ideas. Javier Kroom at La Sierra does a fantastic job. Uh, he was the uh, AD of the year for the Cal Pack last year. Um, he's had a ton of success uh, and, and really is the is the model uh, for uh, corporate sponsorships and branding. So we're, we're really just scratching the surface. Uh, well, I shouldn't even say scratching the surface. We're just beginning our journey. Uh, and so uh, I'll talk we, to him about that. That's interesting. Yeah, we, we do have, we are engaging with a few companies now. Uh, Jiffy Lube is one, um, a car, a auto mechanic shop, a local auto mechanic shop. And then we just, um, signed a partnership with um, a sports regenerative uh, orthopedic office um, here in the area, which we're excited to, to announce, but we're just, yeah, we're, we're reaching out and really just sharing um, our department, the successes that we've had um, and how our student athletes uh, and their name can, you know, we, we can help each other. 
and no one wants to be part of something that doesn't look nice, doesn't look good. So that's where that plays in. It's also just fun. I mean, the kids, I see them on, on these media days. I didn't have anything like that when I was in college. I mean, that's so fun. Uh, they get in the studio and, uh, of course, they love to share the photos after the fact. But I mean, what kid doesn't want to be a part of a program that has that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's certainly, you know, and again, that's the idea of, of Erica, you know, um, with her connections, she found, uh, you know, has a studio that she works with and said, hey, let's, let's do all of our media days um, at a, lo you know, a local uh, studio. And it, it also helps her workflow as well. So getting a chance to break down graphics a little easier, cut cutting images and different things like that really helps her project flow uh for the year so well, if you want to see some fun yeah. media day photos go to uh wau shock on instagram or wau.wbb um, or is it just uh, for our handle yeah it's just wauwbb yeah okay and also waumbb as well there's some fun right. some photos uh on their instagrams there so pretty cool i've been really impressed so uh that's interesting to learn just uh how the the behind the scenes of how that's been going down that's really yeah, cool right nice thank you um what have what did going back to sort of your journey what did you learn from being a part of a non uh, being a part of non adventist programs that you wanted to bring into your athletic program well i, I wouldn't necessarily you know uh categorize it between non adventist adventist uh i've been very fortunate in my basketball journey to um, have been coached by some really great coaches and, you know, starting back from my high school days where I, I really have to credit um, my high school coach, coach Bruce Kelly and uh, coach Josh Merkel. Um, yeah, uh, th those two, they're, they're incredible coaches. And just, I would say, you know, the way that they ran their program, both coaches, um, uh, my high school coach coached at the division one level, had a ton of success there, coached at a prominent high school um, here in the D.C. area. And just the level of passion and connection with their players, um, kind of, you know, more than basketball um, approach, but just their their IQ and their their level of details. So um, I, I would say, you know, our we worked out a lot in high school. Um, and then I got my collegiate start under my college coach. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, under my high school coach. So um, Josh Merkel, who is the head coach at Randolph Macon College, um, it's a division three school in Ashland, Virginia. Two years ago, they won the national championship. Um, he's coached at West Virginia. He was on uh, the staff at West Virginia when they won the Elite Eight. Uh, he coached at Eastern Kentucky, uh, who was also uh, um, in the uh, NCAA tournament. And so I really learned how to run a program um, from him. Mm -hmm. And so just the day to day operations, um, you know, having the honest conversations, um, you know, uh, the details of 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 workouts and most importantly, recruiting individuals that fit your vision so mm. we would uh, you know we would say um you know it sounds cliche but we want the the well-rounded basketball player can pass shoot dribble um iq but more than that uh student athletes that are intrinsically motivated to be in the gym and working on their craft um and i've kind of just you know followed that blueprint and um, you know, we've been fortunate to have some success here, you know, in the last five, six years. So, um, yeah, so that was, that was a long answer, but, um, yeah, really, really learned a lot under, under those two, um, about, uh, you know, run, running up, running a successful program. Mm. You know, you're talking about those figures in your life and, um, I also wanted you just to, to touch on Rick Murray. I don't know if you knew him or, or uh, interacted with him at all, but uh, just kind of like what, what he meant to CUC, which turned into WAU and, and how you maybe try to embody his legacy in your work today. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, first and foremost, Rick Murray, I, I think for Adventist athletics as a, as a whole, and I'm, I'm looking forward to us coming together uh, this summer at La Sierra for our AD um, convention. Um, to I can uh, slide through there. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And so Just invite myself right there. I think that, um, you know, us as universities uh, coming up with a way to really commemorate, you know, what he's done uh, to my knowledge, um, CUC uh, started their athletics department in 1985. He was the first AD to, um, to, to, to start, uh, Adventist, Adventist uh, athletic, collegiate, yeah. Yeah, collegiate program. And when you go, you know, when I first got the job, I would go through old files. We're, we're trying to get back to some of the things that he implemented, um, long ago, as far as, um, some, uh, business partnerships, corporate sponsorships. Um, he was the first coach to, to win a conference championship and with the 1992 team, um, and so he's done a, a lot for um, Venice Athletics as a as a whole, and certainly uh, CUC. So we're we're trying to um, you know really find a way that we can honor him um, in, in the in the right way. And so we we reached out to his family, and we have several members on staff here that um, that were coached by him, and they've spoken very highly of him uh i know that he was we should say he just passed away yeah he passed away last year yes yes he passed away last year and so i I know that it was very important for him to you know his there are student athletes to um you know to know christ and to know that they have a place where they can go and not compromise their faith Mm. uh and so that's huge and then just one quick backstory because yeah. his name uh we, we talked about his name uh yesterday but uh her name is charlene thomas swinson uh she's an assistant coach uh with the las vegas aces um she got her collegiate start here mm. at cuc wow. um just spoke with her yesterday on the phone and i was asking her you know how did you you know how, how did you get your start here and she said that she would play pickup and uh, Rick Murray would play, uh, was there at some of the pickup, and um, she played at Auburn. She's a high-level high player, um, played overseas. Uh, and so Rick Murray um, noticed her skill and said, hey, well, you know, w- would you be interested in coming helping out our women's basketball program? Um, we're getting it off the ground and would love for you to come. And she came and coached for three years. Wow. Uh, and I had no idea of that story until um, yesterday because we're looking to honor Coach Swinson and her back-to-back WNBA championships as well. So um, he's made a huge impact. Mm. Yeah. And and was this was CUC Division Two NCAA Division Two back then? Yeah. So when it started out, it start they started out NAIA. Okay. Uh, so for the first, I believe seven. Uh, for, for for the first 10 years, they were NAIA and then uh, transitioned to NCAA Division II Independent. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So we were not in a league. We weren't in a conference. When no. We uh, when we were NAIA, we were. But when we transitioned to NCAA, uh, and I think largely in part um, due to the Sabbath, we were independent, which uh, allowed flexibility of yeah. when schedule um outside of conference play got it interesting yeah. yeah there's so much history like that i mean you talk to some different people that have been around for a while and they say hey did you know that it started here this started here you know you right. talk about um tacoma academy and you know they're they're um leading the way of uh high school uh interscholastic you know competition and there's just a lot of figures that that's something I'm interested in. I like history. So uh, getting some of those figures to come on the podcast as well, but trying to get through all the head coaches first, the current head coaches, and uh, maybe we can move on to that. 
Yeah, what you're doing is the platform, you know, it's been dis- it's been discussed before, but it, no one has really taken the initiative. And you're 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 you know, you're really taking the initiative um, and it's it's been cool to see. So um, we'll, we'll definitely have to send you some some WAU gear. Oh, um, so I'll get your address so we Love can send some, <laughs> some, some things to you. I'll rep that for sure. Yeah, Jared, uh, you're you're an AD and a coach. Uh, so how does your experience in each role benefit the other? Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I would say uh, right now, and this, this isn't unique to our Adventist universities. It's really a small time college thing where you're wearing multiple, you're doing, uh, yeah, you're, you have multiple roles and wearing uh, multiple hats. Um before I got to WAU, I was at uh, my alma mater for a season, Eastern Mennonite University, and I was the um, I was the inter- international uh, and multicultural student student advisor. I worked in the um, the intensive English program at our university. I was also the assistant um, athletic. Uh, fitness center coordinator. So I had a lot of different, and you were an assistant coach as well. And I was an assistant coach. Correct. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, um, that was my first job out of being, you know, graduating from uh, grad school and being a GA. Um, and so you, you learn very early that you wear multiple, you, you know, multiple roles or do multiple roles. And so I think coming here um, as far as one benefiting the other, as long as you have the mindset of you want to see all of the athletics programs mm-hmm. um, be pushed forward and upward, and that's always um, at the you know at the front of 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 your mind, mm-hmm. then I think that you can be successful. And of course, you know, being organized helps as well. But usually for me, that that's um, and I'm still learning too. Um, but you know, with that in mind. That that's kind of how I try to attack the role. Where how can I make um, others around me better? For you know, case in point, our men's soccer team. I got to shout out our our soccer team, uh, Coach Danny Carroll. Um, when he uh, went through the interview process uh, on his resume, he was a, a national champion. He won a national championship as a player. Um, he came from a successful program. He also coached um, in a fi- uh, in the final four uh, for for NAI uh, and soccer, and so when we had the opportunity to to hire him, uh, we knew that there was going to be a shift with our men's soccer program. Um, we are, I think, top top thirty in rankings um, mm-hmm. for the first time in in program history. They'll be going to our conference tournament. Um, they finished the season 10, 4 and two. Uh, knocked off a top 25 team, um, wow. tied with another. And so just the culture, the energy um, that he's brought, uh, it, it's, it's, it's very awesome to see other teams, um, you know, being successful because you can win here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we share with our coaches. We, we have a, a phenomenal administration that uh, supports athletics Um and I appreciate you starting at one. I was on the phone with our CFO and he took an hour out of his day to problem solve a few items uh, mm-hmm. for for athletics. So that, you know, just shares with you kind of the, the level of commitment to our student athletes um, and providing a, a great experience for them. So I was going to ask about that. I mean, how how that supportive environment has been fostered between that the athletic department and the administration. Yeah, I, I say it starts, you know, um, it's almost like the the Maxwell um, leadership is everyone's business. And mm-hmm. so it really starts from the top. So Dr. Spence has, has been vocal. Um, not only has he been vocal, um, but with resources, um, also not just with resources and being folk uh, and being vocal, he is actually at our games. He's, you know, front row of soccer games. He's at our basketball games. He's coming out to um, volleyball and soccer games and supporting our Acro Ares team. So um, he's visible. 
Um, he's visible and accessible. And so it really starts for him um, top down and he communicates that through our community. Uh, and I, I believe our student athletes uh, feel that we've directly uh, been impacted by that. So that's great. That's leading by example. Yeah. You, uh, it is, you know, I see you posting personally, just all of the things going on in the WAU uh, athletic department. It's kind of like being a parent, right? I mean, you gotta, you, you have to have equal share of all of the kids and uh, you really seem to love and have passion for each one of the sports. And that, that comes through for sure. Well, at least you should have no communication problems between the AD and the, the head coach, right? Right. Yeah, shared yeah. responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, let's talk basketball now. Um, you have a pretty experienced team. You only have one sophomore. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody else is, uh, is upperclassmen. Mm -hmm. um, how, do you, how do you recruit some of these top players that you have that have stayed in the program who may not be Adventist, but you're while at the same time running a distinctively Adventist program. Yeah, that's a great question. I think it, it starts with it being a, a passion of mine. Like, like I said before, I've navigated outside of the um, Adventist athletics my entire life. So, you know, I've had those conversations with my coaches. Hey, you know, Friday sunset to Saturday sunset. You know, I'm not going to be, you know, I, I won't be available uh, to play. Obviously, in high school, um, more things. And it was myself and, and one of my best friends um, as well. So it was two of us. But um, in, in college, it was a little a, a little different because I would, you know, uh, potentially miss a, a second round game. Or if we had a tournament, I wouldn't play on the uh, on the opening night. Um so I've been appreciative of my coaches, Coach uh, Josh Merkel, Coach Bruce Kelly, and my my college coach, Coach Kirby Dean, who um, they're all men of faith and they all, you know, you know, value their, you know, their faith and their relationship with God. And so, um, you know, by them being uh, open and receptive uh, to me, you know, now getting a chance to coach um, in an Adventist university. Um, it's a, it's almost like a, not a personal mission, um, but I, it's feel, I, I feel like I'm called to share and all of our recruits during our recruiting visit, regardless if you're, regardless of denomination or faith, I always share upfront that, Hey, I'm a Christian coach. You know, this is a Christian university. We're going to talk about certain things that you're not necessarily able to do at a state school or or somewhere else. And I want to be upfront with that. We aren't trying to, um, you know, you know, God isn't a God of, you know, of, of force. It's choice. He wants you to have a relationship with him. He's not going to force you to. And so uh, we we very transparent, very upfront with that. And if that uh, if it aligns with, you know, um, with where you're currently at in life, then, you know, this is a great place. But if it if you you know feel uneasy about it or, you know, then um, there's no hard feelings. But, you know, you have to 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 make that choice and decision for yourself. But we we are very upfront about that part. And for me, if you're receptive to that and then we get into, you know, uh, what we what WAU has to offer academically, uh, and then we talk about athletics. But uh, if you have an open mind um, and you're okay being in a, a Christian environment, then we'll recruit anyone. Um, and we've had, yeah, we've had success just being upfront and honest like that. And we've also, you know, there's been some recruits where, um, you know, that's not what they're looking for. And, you know, we wish them, we wish them well, wish them the best. So that's kind of how our, my approach is to it. I know that you place a high value on junior college athletes. Um, and I think you were, <clears throat> excuse me, at an event yesterday, uh, junior college event yesterday. Um, talk about the value you placed on recruiting from JUCOs. Yes. Yeah, so again, this, 
the the DMV area is, um, you know, we're really spoiled with good basketball, high school, JUCO, the collegiate level, and it's really all uh, it's a, a close kit, close knit community, and so we have a JUCO um, a JUCO team here in Maryland, CCBC Essex. Um, they lost one game last year, and they were the national champions for um, their uh, for all of JUCO. And wow. so we scrimmaged them every year. You know, last year, I think they sent seven players Division One, um, but we they're always our benchmark. And so uh, when teams play against them, we identify the players that are playing against them successfully. Um, stat wise, they're not backing down. They're not timid. And those are the, t those are the players that we recruit from Maryland Juco. And we've the, the last four or five years, we've been consistently getting two of the, at least two of the top players, uh, in Maryland Juco. So, um, all of our Maryland Juco coaches are great, um, to work with as well. And I think they would say too, that, you know, everyone's trying to, to knock CCBC Essex off, um, you know, the pedestal. And so they're kind of right now they're, they're leading the pack. So if you can have success as a player against them, then you can help us win, uh, right away. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of been our, um, niche in, uh, Maryland Juco recruiting. What, what challenges are there that prevent us? And when I say us, I just mean Adventist basketball from signing more Adventist players? Yes, I would say that, um, and this goes back to, to Rick Murray, the, and I'm, I'm reading, you know, documents that, and I, I'll have to share with you some of the uh, things from early on at CUC. It's always a goal to have a, a place where Adventist athletes do not have to compromise their faith. And I can list a few uh, professed, um, form, uh, former Adventist athletes that went on to play other places, but they also, um, you know, played on the Sabbath. And I'm not getting into, you know, again, every person's journey is personal, but I wonder what it would look like if some of those athletes were, you know, had chosen to go to um, an Adventist college. Mm -hmm. I think the challenge now is we, we know that we know, and can identify the talent at our academies, um, especially with, you know, with video and, and different things like that. Um, but the hoop hi highlights. Yeah, yeah. right. And, yeah. yeah <laughs> right. And that's, and it's awesome. Hopefully more high, more high school students will send in some of your, um, some of their highlights so we can um, find out about them. Yeah. Um, and I'm yeah. It, looking right. forward to the season starting because uh, I kind of, have exhausted all the uh, academy highlights. I think that are out there in in uh, the archives. But well, that's okay. Well, hopefully we can we can kickstart it up. But that's that's yeah. one of the the big things is that you know if a if a kid reaches out, uh, we always start with and w whatever recruit. It doesn't have to just be. But um, especially if we're not in state, can you send me some highlights or film? And what do you prefer, by the way, because I've heard coaches ask for both, both just highlights or, hey, send me like your best half. You know what? It's I, I truly believe that it, it depends on where you're coaching at. If I was at, you know, when I was at Salisbury coaching, I would take my lunch hour. I would have my lunch and I would just go through as much film as I possibly could. I think I think here because coaches aren't full time. Our time, you know, time is valuable. So for me personally, I look for skill set. So I can see some of your skill set through highlights. Of I course, like what your highest potential is. Right. Correct. Because yeah. that's yeah. I mean, essentially, that's what you're you're you know, you're looking to see if someone has a good skill set. Do you have a nice shooting form? Um, are you displaying plays that um indicate that you have basketball IQ. And then from there we can engage and get full film, but it's, it's, it, it is very hard to sit down and watch a full film. Um, you know, it's got to go both ways, you know, yeah, because yeah. if you're thinking about it, if you're a high school kid listening or watching this, um, 
the coaches, they, they can't know who everyone is all across the country. It's just impossible. And if you have the desire, I know that you might feel like, hey, I want to be pursued and I shouldn't have to you know, initiate anything. That's not the way it goes. You have to be able to let people know who you are and what you're about and what you can offer, what you can do for them. Because um, <clears throat> coaches, they, they can't be everywhere. And especially like you mentioned, I mean, at Adventist colleges, usually you're wearing multiple hats as it is. And so it's impossible for coaches to be able to travel to, um, you know, one thing I'd love is if we were able to get more of our, it's touchy because these tournaments are at these, you know, five Adventist colleges, five, I think there's five academy tournaments uh, around the country, maybe six, because there's one at Loma Linda Academy. Yeah. Anyway, but it'd be nice if all those coaches could come to the colleges. I think Southwestern, I've heard, um, has invited college coaches to come. Um, they have. They have. But the other ones, it's I don't know. It's it's more it's it's hard because the, the the school that's hosting it, they're putting it on, and do they want other college coaches there anyways but it would be nice if if you know coaches could get to those events and be there and see everybody yeah yeah it, it would and I, I know that um in the past we have gone to to um southwestern um but it's uh yeah it, that it, it's a it's a challenge it's a challenge um but i do think with again your platform and those starting to to be on huddle and some of the other video mm -hmm. services it really helps to to identify um some of our academy uh players but the ones that we try to find are the ones that are at the public schools mm -hmm. and me personally because that's what i you know um you know short long story short i wanted to play at cuc um i asked my high school coach to um you know to reach out um, and I had a few, I had a, a few division one, um, interests, a lot of D2, a lot of D3, but, you know, to me, I thought, you know, Hey, CUC is right here, but, um, we didn't, there were, there was no follow-up. And so, you know, I, that's why I, I tried to, to find the, the high school, the Adventist high school, uh, mm. athletes that are at our public schools or elsewhere, um, that are that are talented and falling uh, between the cracks and maybe uh, interested in, in attending an Adventist university. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, if you're a kid out there, send me, send me what you got and we'll get it out there. I mean, we want to make sure that if you want to play somewhere that you, that's the thing too, is I think that in the spectrum of Adventist schools, there is somewhere that you can play. You know, yeah. um, maybe, maybe you can't play at WAU, but you could play somewhere else or vice versa. I mean, I think there's lots of options and people just aren't aware. Um, I think sometimes they're not aware that all of our schools have athletic programs or, or basketball programs. Um, the only one that doesn't is Southern Southern Adventist university doesn't have an athletic program, but all the rest do that. We got five NEIA schools. So it's, uh, it's, ex it's exciting. And I think it's just going to keep getting better and better. Yeah, it is. And I hope, you know, we have, uh, yeah, we, we have big vision for the future as far as, you know, at some point we will want to host a, a high school tournament. And then I know we've, there's been early, you know, we, we talked about the, at the AD convention, it would be nice if, uh, you know, all, all of our NAI schools can, you know, meet up somewhere. Um, That's what know, I'm excited about. Maybe the tournament is is um, sponsored by Advent Health or Adventist Healthcare, and we're playing. You know, meeting mid midway somewhere. Um, yeah. So that, that I would think having it at Southwestern um, with all their courts would be would be great. I've thought about that. Yeah. That that would be awesome because I I feel like there's certain schools that play each other. You know, WU plays Oakwood every year. Um, it looks, I think Andrews union Southwestern play each other a little round Robin every year. The West coast schools have played each other in the past, but it'd yeah. be fun to get everybody uh, together at, at one venue, just, just for the fellowship. I mean, you're going to be connected to those people for the rest of your life, you know, by association. Yeah. And it's, it's fun to be able to connect at that level. So I hope yeah. that we could do that one day. Yeah. I, for, I forgot what year it was. Uh, my years are kind of, I think it might've been 2016 where PUC, and um, our men's program were at the national tournament. And I think the way 
the bright basically they were cheering for us we were cheering for them oh that's cool but, you know it was uh you know mutual respect there but that's um awesome. yeah that was that was awesome to to be a part of national championship and have two venice universities they represent yeah man we were up i say we puc is my alma mater we were up we were yeah. up in that game we were okay. up yeah and yeah. it just slipped away i mean they were a good team they they came yeah. on strong in the second half but um Okay, I want to talk about WAU women's basketball 2023-2024. You just kicked off the season, big win over Oakwood. We're recording this uh, November 1, 2023, in case you're listening to this a couple years later. Um, it was homecoming. What was the environment like there on Saturday night? Uh, it was it was a great atmosphere, I think. Uh, and this goes back to, you know, I think uh, CUC Oakwood, WAU Oakwood, there's a tradition that has been built um yeah. there was a period of time where we weren't playing them and then our former ad coach Crary, he he brought the series back when um uh he was ad and so we've been consistently playing since 2014 all of the local churches in the area uh their members come out and support there's a lot of uh, of oakwood alum uh in the area and then also um our WAU alum uh, are super supportive uh, and always come back for the weekend. So it makes for a, a great atmosphere. Um, the players love playing there. Um, and, and there's some Tacoma Academy players that end up, you know, once in a while, not going, they, they go down to Oakwood. And so then they're coming back. Yeah. It's a little homecoming yeah. for them. And so right. they've got all these connections. Right. Yeah. So it makes a, a great environment and, and the, the student athletes, they, they love participating in it. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was a good atmosphere. Now you guys were actually down 56, 53 with six and a half minutes left in the fourth. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> I, I noticed Sarah Shamdeen, she just kind of put the team on the show on her shoulders. Uh, she had like eight of the last, I don't remember how many points, 15, but you guys end up winning by double digits. Well, how'd you guys pull that off at right there at the end? Yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, this, this group, like you said, they're an experienced group. Uh, and so uh, I, I think that they've been in moments um, like that where uh, you just, you know, you just keep at it. You know, you never get too high, you never get too low. And, you know, like you said, um upperclassmen making plays uh sarah is probably one of the well i should say sarah is one of the hardest workers that i've ever coached and that's both on the men's side the women's side um she's truly a, a humble person and so um her work ethic has been consistent so for her making those plays it was reflective of what she's done in the unseen hours um, and then also Nyok Allen had some big plays there as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's just, uh, you know, experience. And then also in practice, we, we do, um, we have scenarios. We try to do scenarios as much as we can. We'll set the clock at 70, 70. We don't start the clock until one team hits 74. Uh, once the once whichever team hits 74, now we're playing um, and kind of uh, using situations. And so it it always, you know, what we do in practice has, you know, I like um, that. That's plays, good. plays in the game. And that's exactly what happened. Down three with about six minutes to go. Uh, we've practiced that, you know, being having that feeling before and how to play if you're up, how to play if you're down and we were uh, fortunate enough to make some plays, but Oakwood is, they, they always play hard. It doesn't, you know, I told coach Ronnie and I'm so glad that he um, in his first year being able to take over because he's, he's a, a up and coming coach and he's going to have their team. Like, you know, I'm glad, you know, we don't face them again this year. Um, <laughs> that is just uh one and done, but uh yeah, they're they're a really good team and they have some really good players and our games are always going to be close. It doesn't matter who's on the roster, where the game's at. Um, it's always going to be close. I'm looking forward to talking to Ronnie here in the next week or two. Uh, yeah. Talk about Niall's game. I mean, she's another senior, uh, big contributor, um, and just the presence that she provides uh, defensively on the on the court. Yes, so Niall has been with us um, 
uh, including the COVID year, this will be her her fifth year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's um, concluding her eligibility this year. But Niall has, you know, she's done everything that we've asked her to do. And she's really grown as a player. Um, and we really try to challenge her on the defensive end, uh, con- you know, controlling the rebounds. We know what she'll do offensively. Um as you know, we've played, uh, you know, just a range of, of schools, Division One, Division Two, and she consistently has garnished, uh, you know, double teams. And so um, she yeah, had a she, seal on Saturday night and yeah. the girl was in jail. I mean, there's nothing she could like. How do you stop it? There's nothing you could do. Great pass and then easy. Yeah. Yeah. She's a great player. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, fortunate. We're fortunate. Um. I'm wondering at this point in the season, you know, you're, you're into your games now, what emphasis do you and your staff put on player development? Is that something that you continue to do or now that you're into the the schedule, you kind of back off that and really just focus in on team stuff? Yes. So to be completely transparent with you, when I was the SID, um, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure out my day, my daily schedule, because that's one thing that I do think that our program and not comparing ourselves with other programs, but this is just what I've, you know, been taught uh, as far as is, you know, a coach in season, a coach getting in the gym with, you know, one player or a few players working on a few things. I used to do that more in my former role. I think now being an AD, um, sometimes I'm not, yeah, I'm not able to get in and and get, you know, that one-on-one workout or, you know, three person workout, but that development is, is big. You know, we, we want our players at least shooting, you know, for 30 minutes um, each day, you know, coming out, grooving out your shot. That's one point of emphasis that, you know, we're trying to, to implement. Um, And, you know, but the, and that's where the intrinsic motivation comes in. You know, I don't have to ask, you know, some of our players to get in the gym because it's what they want to do. Um, because they want to see, uh, you know, potentially see the results. Uh, so, you know, the more gym rats we can recruit, uh, the better, um, because we know that, you know, they're going to stay in the gym and, and no one has to motivate them to do that. When you talk about that culture, what do you do to foster a, a, a fun yet competitive and winning culture? How, how have you approached that? Yeah, I think it goes back to, um, you know, it goes back to, uh, again, kind of things that I've I've learned along the way. And I think, you know, not only our department, but it, it really has started with our um, with our team, the five exemplary um, models of leadership, you know, enabling others to act, encouraging the heart, uh, inspiring a shared vision challenging the process and the last one modeling the way i feel like if you can do those five things uh and that be the start of your day um then good things are going to come you know in the recruiting process we talk about the first thing is um it's not basketball it's not even academics it is are you, you know, we try, we, we travel a lot. Are you a good person to be around? Are you, you know, are you treating people the right way? Um, we're going to spend a lot of time with each other. We got We have to be able to make sure that we're connecting on the human level. And then from there, we'll get into academics, basketball and those things, but we really recruit personalities. Um, and we've been, yeah, we've been successful, uh, you know, gelling and, and, and putting together a team, but that's a big, that's a big component of it. Absolutely. Well, Jared, I feel like we could talk for another hour or two. I just have enjoyed our conversation so much, but I know you're busy. You got so many roles, uh, that you're, you're responsible for. So I will let you go, but I do have one more question for you. And that is just what has basketball given to you as a person? Uh, man, you know, I, I'm I'm very appreciative. I, again, I would probably have to say my mentors, um, Coach Bruce Kelly, head coach at Bullis uh, High School here in Maryland, Josh Merkel, head coach at Randolph Macon uh, College or Randolph Macon uh, University, um, 
Coach Pat Crary at uh, St. Thomas. I uh, wouldn't be here without him. Uh, when the job came available, Coach Pat called Coach Merkel and, you know, asked what type of uh, person I was, character. And so, uh, and then also my college coach, Kirby Dean. Um, all of those have taught, you know, have, have really modeled the way um, from running a program to family life. Um, and the experiences that I've had have been directly connected um, with basketball um, from, you know, living in Korea, teaching English for two years. Um, I was I was there. Were you there as a student was, missionary? Uh, I, I didn't work at the Adventist University there as a missionary. Mm-hmm. I, I worked in uh, as a teacher in the public schools. Okay. But um, I got a call from Coach Merkel with the with the job opportunity, and that's kind of what brought me back to the states at a time where you know I needed to be home. And so, yeah, with without those, you know, without those four, um, I don't think that I would be in the position that I'm in now. Um, and so I, I owe a lot to to them, and you know, want to bring along the next generation as well. Absolutely. Well, Jared, we're just, uh, I mean, I don't even know you that well, but I'm just really proud of you. I don't care. I'm proud of you for uh, what you've built there at WAU and just really, uh, um, I'm proud of, of uh, Shock Athletics and I'm, I'm always happy to be able to, you know, point people to that athletic program. And again, if there's any kids that are, that are uh, watching this, uh, reach out to, to Coach Lyons. I mean, uh, show them what you have and uh, I'm sure that there's a way that uh, you can reach out to him on wauathletics.com. Is that right? wauathletics.com. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, Jared, really appreciate you. Uh, nothing but the best for this season for you and uh, look forward to talking with you again soon. Justin, I appreciate you. And and again, this platform is awesome. I know it's going to continue to grow and any way that we can help, we'll do that. And hopefully when we're on the West Coast, we'll come out and visit you as well. But uh, again, appreciate, you know, you, um, yeah, this is great for, for Adventist athletics and hopefully, you know, we can branch out to, to, uh, to other sports, but this is great. This is great. Yeah. You're not the first person to mention that, you know, so someone else was, uh, talking about soccer and, and volleyball and yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. It'd be awesome. So I'm not thanks doing for it listening. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love the Adventist hoops. I love it. State or strictly basketball. I love it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jared. All right. Take care. Thanks.